We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TBTPFL. It's Tuesday. It is November 30th. It's 2021. We have five basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Joined today by Christy Metzger, Creighton 12. How's it going, Christy? Hey, it's going good. It's been a while since I've uh, been on the show with you here. So uh, yeah, looking forward to, we are just kind of talking about this slate, kind of a nice little five game slate for tomorrow. So yeah, should be great. Yeah, I think there's only, what, one team on a back-to-back? And that's I feel like that's always very rare for a five-game slate. So I'm all – I'm a digging – I'm digging this slate. I I like five-game slates. Um, I like six to eight. I say that all the time. But, I mean, I don't ever hate a five-game slate. So a lot to talk about and break down here. And uh, we'll get rolling right into it. We start with the Knicks and the Nets, 217 Total Brooklyn six point favorites uh, for the Knicks. We got RJ Barrett questionable. Taj Gibson is questionable. Nerlens Noel is questionable. And Derek Rose is questionable. So a lot of potential question marks here. 
On the Nets side of things, Harris, Kyrie, and Claxton remain out. We'll start with the Knicks. Uh, what are your thoughts here on New York? Yeah, I know. I was taking a look at that. And like you mentioned, you know, Barrett questionable, Rose questionable, and that could certainly make a difference for some of the plays that we like. Um, would certainly have some interest in Alec Burks, you know, still priced fairly. And I think he's a very good play, especially if he's in the starting lineup. So have some interest there. Um, Julius Randall is certainly priced up and he hasn't really shown us a ton of upside lately, but he's always in the GPP conversation. Um, probably prefer him more on FanDuel actually, because his price is price point is better over there. Um, and then, you know, I think a good GPP play is Evan Fournier, um, his price, gosh, what is he at? Um, I think he's below 5k too. So I think he's someone you could certainly, um, certainly look at in the GPP realm, but I would probably say I have a lot of interest in Alec Burks for sure, just to kind of depend if Rose is out and um, Barrett's out. Yeah, I mean, we don't have a ton, like a huge sample size with Rose and Barrett potentially sitting. And then if you add, like potentially not getting Taj and Noel in there, um, I mean, that's that's a lot. So even if half these guys sit, that's still a lot of minutes um, that could potentially be filled in. I mean, Evan Fournier is, I think, too cheap if Barrett and Rose end up sitting. He's at 4,900. So I don't know what to do with Kimba. Quickly has been playing solid minutes here recently. Um, I just, uh, I don't know. You would think that Kimba is someone that, you know, you could play, but it really hasn't been working out. So exactly. On the Brooklyn side, I mean, Durant and Harden are the main two pieces here. They're just so expensive. It's a five-game slate. Raw points are going to matter. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge has been playing, like, consistent minutes, and he's been putting up, like, double-digit shots almost every single night. So I don't mind potentially looking at him. And, I mean, Patty Mills has been playing big minutes ever since Joe Harris got hurt. So, um, I mean, Brooklyn's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, exactly. And I would maybe throw in, you know, Bembry. I know he got pretty big minutes last time, depending, you know, if we need some value, he's someone you could throw in there too. But yeah, Aldridge too, like you said, since he's been in the starting lineup, um, you know, been pretty consistent and makes a decent play, but you're right. Raw points matters. And it's really hard to get to Harden and Durant, um, depending on how value shakes out. All right, we're moving on. We got Memphis at Toronto, 218 and a half total here. Toronto, five point favorites. Uh, the Toronto side, OG's already out. Uh, Birch is out, and Gary Trent Jr. is questionable. Oh, I guess I should mention Gordon Drogic, not with the team. He's not going to play in this game either. On the Memphis side, John Morant's out, which is huge. Um, nobody else really, I mean, Williams is questionable, but not going to matter too much here. Uh, we'll start with Memphis. Obviously, big news here. No John Morant for this game. Um, I mean, if we take him off the floor this season using court IQ, we're looking at big usage for Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, they get a huge uptick. Melton gets a huge uptick. Uh, but Triple J, 8% usage bump. 0.3 fantasy point per minute bump um, when John Morant's off the floor this season in 181 minutes. So definitely some big usage and stuff to mention here with Triple J. 6,700. 
he might actually be one of my favorite plays on the entire slate. We know Dylan Brooks is going to shoot a lot, but I mean, J- Triple J um, is someone that I really like in this spot. And then obviously I think Tyus Jones probably ends up being pretty chalky here. Uh, what are your thoughts on Memphis? Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. I was looking at the numbers too. And yeah, Dylan Brooks, he has a 35 and percent usage with Morant off the court. Like you said, Triple J, 33% usage with Morant off the court. And then, yeah, surprisingly, Melton and Bain are right up there, too. I think Melton has 26% usage and Bain 24%. So a lot of interest here. I'm, I'm with you in the fact that I think, you know, Jaron Jackson is probably one of the best plays on the slate. He's still under 7K, so like that a lot. I believe Dylan Brooks is priced up to 7K, but, you know, he's going to shoot a ton. The minutes are going to be there, so he's a great play. He's, I believe, just 5,800 on FanDuel, so I really like him over there in that spot. So yeah, definitely want to get exposure to those guys. And then, you know, Nixon, Melton and Bain and, and even Tyus Jones. Um, I think a lot of them are great plays. I mean, it's with Moran out, there's a lot of usage to go around for the whole team. Yeah. I mean, obviously when you have someone like Morant, that's going to not play, it's huge. Um, like he's a big piece and that it's just something to really kind of pay attention to. Uh, so, I mean, Melton, I guess, I think Melton might actually be more chalky than Tyus Jones. Um, I'll retract my statement. Um, the Toronto side, I mean, even on the Toronto side, OG is someone that plays 35 to 40 minutes a night. It's a lot of minutes, and you would think those minutes go to Gary Trent. Well, if he doesn't play too, who do we think benefits the most here on the Toronto side? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Van Bleet, I mean, he's a, he's a good play regardless. I mean, he's someone that's, you know, just steady, great cash game play or GPP play, you know, both him and, and Siakam, I think are guys that you want to want to look at in that Toronto lineup. Um, it's tough to, to um, you know, Chris Boucher just isn't getting the minutes. Um, so he's always a GPP play, but I think, you know, looking at Van Bleet and Siakam are two guys probably looking at the most in there. And a lot of the usage is going to those two guys. Uh, I think Civi is someone that is probably going to oh, yeah. be one. Yeah, very yep. chalky here, you know, 38 minutes through the night. And um, I mean, OG's already ruled out. So yep. if, if I mean, with Trent, I, I guess like Gordon Drogic too, he matters. You know, he wasn't playing a lot, but he was playing enough. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of potential value here. Barnes, he should play big minutes. I mean, Toronto likely going to have a pretty tight rotation, and this might be a day that we just are going to have to load up on this Toronto value. Yeah, exactly. I met, I, I had written down Civi too, and like you said, $3,800. Yeah, he might be one of the better value plays on the slate. Like you said, they run a pretty tight rotation, so definitely have a lot of interest there. L.A. at Sacramento. We got a 227.5 total here. The Lakers, a three-and-a-half-point favorite for this one. Ariza's out. Avery Bradley is questionable. LeBron James is questionable. Kendrick Nunn remains out. And then on the Sacramento side, Harrison Barnes, doubtful. Harkless, questionable. We'll start here with the Lakers. Um, Obviously, I think everything depends on LeBron with Anthony Davis probable. If LeBron plays, I probably don't play any of the big three here, and I I probably stay away from the Lakers in general. 
Yep, I agree. I was going to say, you know, unless one of those guys is out, I have probably have little interest and they're priced pretty close to one another. They're all 10-4, 10-6, 10-8 for Westbrook, LeBron and Anthony Davis. So um, yeah, unless one is out, um, probably will stay away as well. Um, and if one is out and, you know, maybe Taylor Horton Tucker somehow becomes a value piece, he's someone to consider, but yeah, kind of all hinges on, on what happens with LeBron tomorrow. It, it really does. Um, I mean, I don't think it's really anything else. I think it all depends on LeBron. Uh, if he sits, I mean, I definitely don't mind Davis or Westbrook or THT if uh, LeBron ends up sitting. But if LeBron plays, just no interest whatsoever in the Lakers. And then on the Sacramento side of things, I mean, with Barnes doubtful, Buddy Heald is likely someone that's going to take a lot of shots in this game. Halliburton is someone that we expect to take a lot of shots. And, I mean, played 47 minutes against the Lakers. Wasn't it? It was a double overtime game, um, you know, a couple nights ago. And I mean, shot nine threes, had a really good three point shooting game. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Kings? Yeah, I, you know, I always like to throw, you know, Fox in there too. And he is priced up. Let's see, he's 8,400. Um, but I always think he makes a great play. I mean, he, he does have big upside. Um, you mentioned Buddy and Halliburton. I like both those plays too. Um, they're kind of priced in that mid tier range now, but. Um, with Barnes, you know, with Barnes being out, um, those are two guys that I would probably look at um, the most. So yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that, and would throw Fox in there too. Golden State at Phoenix. This might be the best basketball game we get all week, um, as far as just the game is concerned. Two twenty-one total. Phoenix, a two-point favorite here. Um, on the Golden State side, I mean, Iguodala remains out. Clay and Wiseman are still out, and then for the Suns. Nader, Sarge, and Kaminsky are out. I mean, this basketball game just screams, stack me every single which way. It's going to be fantastic. What are your thoughts here on the Warriors? Yeah, you're exactly right. It is, it is going to be a great one. And, you know, I think Curry makes just a great spend-up option if you're looking to get a star in there. I mean, he's got a ton of upside, of course. Um, you know, also taking a look at, you know, Andrew Wiggins doesn't really find my way into a lot of lineups or find his way into a lot of my lineups, but, you know, he's certainly in the conversation and probably a better cash game play. Um, you know, Draymond, Draymond Green too, um, you know, in a game that should be really competitive and a good game, he, he definitely has good upside and good options too. So, you know, probably Curry and Wiggins and Green. Poole is priced up there too, kind of close to Wiggins. Um, but yeah, I'd probably say Curry and, and Draymond are a couple of my favorites on the on the on the Warriors side of the game. Yeah, I really like um, Curry in this game. I know he's eleven four. I know he's super expensive. I just think this is a game that he potentially shows up big for um, and, and shoots a lot of threes. You're not going to see many times this season that the Golden State Warriors are not a favorite in a game. Um, so, I mean, I really like this spot for Curry and I mean, I don't hate Jordan pool. He's kind of on that price tag where it's a little tough. Um, auto Porter will have a good game from time to time, but I don't think this is one of those days that I'm going to be playing him on the Phoenix side. I mean, Chris Paul, this feels like a game where 
double double is certain maybe a triple double um i'll definitely be looking at like chris paul like his assist props in this game uh, i think that's something we really want to look at devin booker and Aiton, Aiton, I don't think they really have anyone to match up with Aiton. And if they feed him the basketball here, like he he could crush. Could crush. Yeah, and his price at 7,100 is incredible. I think he's a fantastic play, like you said. They don't really have anyone to match up with him at all. Um, like him, Chris Paul is a great play. I mean, priced at 8K, you know, kind of pairing him and Curry um, with some of the value that we have and some of the games that we talked about prior. Um you can certainly get those two in Booker's a great play. Um, Bridges is a guy that I don't usually, you know, he's, he's more kind of a last piece in the lineup. If you look at the log from last game, I think he had six steals. So he had, he had over 40 fantasy points last game, but a lot of it was due, due to the steals that he had. Um, so don't mind him if you kind of land on him as a last piece and same with Crowder. I mean, he's under 4k as well. And you know, I think any of those any of those starters are really in play in play tomorrow night. All right, we finish it out with Detroit at Portland, two sixteen total, and Portland a nine and a half point favorite here. Portland will be on the second end of a back to back, so we'll have to pay attention if there's any injury news that comes out of that game. And then on the Detroit side, Hayes is expected back. Frank Jackson is questionable, and Kelly Olynyk remains out. Let's start here with Detroit. Any interest in the Pistons? You know, um, not a ton, but I, you know, I think anytime you're looking at GPPs, I think, you know, throwing Cade Cunningham in there, um, you know, is, is, is certainly a great play. Now he's priced, priced up from what we're used to seeing. I mean, he was in the, he wasn't in the five and six K range very long. He's now in the seven K range, but, you know, certainly think he's a good option. Um, Sadiq Bay is someone kind of like Mikel Bridges. I never really start with him, but could be a, certainly a last piece. He's been getting the minutes. Um, I don't mind Jeremy Grant, I guess, either. He's in that 7K range. So um, not a lot of guys that I'm specifically targeting, but, you know, I'd maybe look at Cunningham and GPPs. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind Cade. I definitely worry a little bit usage-wise with Hayes coming back, and he's kind of priced at that tip-top point. Um, it was so, it was so nice playing Cade Cunningham when he was like five um, K when he was like even at early sixes. But I think he might be a little pricey here. Um, Isaiah Stewart is back too. I, I mean, like Detroit's a little bit healthy. Portland's on the second end of a back-to-back, but I still don't think Detroit stays too close in this game. Um, I mean, I, I think if I'm playing anyone here, it, it might be like just rolling the dice on Hayes. I mean, he played 29 minutes the other night with Lakers, and he's 4,200, so maybe. Um, Portland side, yeah, Lillard and McCollum, they should have good games. I just worry about the ceiling. Nurkic, same thing. Um, this might be another one of those games. I mean, I really like the Memphis-Toronto game. I really like the Nets-Brooklyn game. I really like the Warriors game. So the Lakers game, if LeBron plays in this game, is just – I wouldn't say they're like complete cross-offs. I just really like those other games more. Yeah, I'm with you. And like you said, they're on a back-to-back and a little bit um, – yeah, some of those other game environments are a little bit better. I, I do like Nurkic a bit, just, you know, he's 6,400 and the upside is is obviously big. You get a few blocks in there too, and um, he can add the stat sheet up pretty quickly. 
Um, so I do like him and Covington, if you need some value, um, you know, he's, he's pretty cheap again too, but like, like you said, um, there's a lot of other game environments that are probably a little bit better, a little more lucrative and Lillard and McCollum are certainly priced up too. Um, all right. I think that's it. I don't really have anything else for this one. Um, let's play the morning grind game and then uh, we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5k to go 7x. Who do you like today? I would say, gosh, I'm going to go with, um, you know, and I, this kind of goes if uh, New York, if there's a couple pieces sitting out, but I'm going to go Evan Fournier. Yeah, I like that one. Um, that was one of the ones that I had, you know, written down here. So I like that. Um, I think I'm going to go. There's like two or three guys that I was like considering here. I think I'm going to go Kyle Anderson. That's a good one. I don't know. It's all about minutes for him. If he can get oh. the minutes, I, I think he'll crush. It's just all about minutes for him. So we'll see. Uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Bust today over 8K, you said? Yep. Over 8K. I'm going to say, oh boy. Um, it's a bust over 8K. I am going to say, I'm going to say Lillard. Yeah, I'm going to go James Harden. I just, I mean, Brooklyn full, pretty much full strength. Um, I I think I would much rather play Durant, so I'm going to go Harden. Who's your favorite 6X play today? Favorite 6X play, I am going to say, I'm going to say Aiden for the Suns. All right. Don't mind that. I'm going to go triple J. I really like um, Jackson Jr. here. This is a, it seems like it's going to be a great spot for him. Uh, if he can stay out of foul trouble, I think he just absolute crushes here. Do you have a let's get weird GPP play of the day? Um, Let's see. It's probably not that weird, but I, I do like Covington as a value play. So I'm going to throw him in there for the GPP play. I like it. Um, I mean, just kind of looking at this range in the six state seven K range, I feel like there's going to be a lot of people on Brooks and potentially Barnes. So I'm going to go a little off the board here and say Halliburton. Um, I think if he could get the minutes and, you know, this could be a spot if he's just shooting well, he could crush. It's just all about shooting well for him. So, um, any bets or anything standing out to you here night before him? Yeah, we talked a little bit about the Warrior Suns game. Um, I I, actually, I like the over on that. I think that's going to be a really good game and kind of back and forth. So um, that's one that stands out. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow, December 1st, talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We will see you then.